Hello there, I'm David O'Gray, the author of The Divine Symphony, an excordium to the theology of the Catholic Mass. And this is a few minutes on the theology of the Catholic Mass. What are traditions? Traditions are those things, both seen and unseen, that belong to families and cultures that keep them permanently connected to one another throughout all time and space. Traditions are those pieces of fabric that each generation contributes to sewing together so that one generation will be connected to another and one to each other in a successive pattern of love joy and pain. Traditions defy the emergency of time, time that heralds the legacy of death in the passing of once cherished memories of the living. For the, for the Greys, for our family, our traditions are rather simple. We don't have anything fancy or really particularly interesting. On the 4th of July, not even every year, we'll gather together and we'll eat and drink and we'll just tell stories about the living and the dead. Those, that's really the, the death of our family tradition. That's what we do. My wife's family has a really cute, interesting tradition. On December 25th, they'll make a birthday cake. And on the top of that birthday cake, they'll inscribe, Happy Birthday, Jesus Christ. And they'll eat the cake. Candles and all. Um, balloons sometimes even. That's their family tradition. And I tell you the truth. If a strong wind never comes through that house and blows out that candle, I'll faint. What's your family traditions? What traditions do you carry on from one generation to the next, connecting all of them together? In the Catholic sense, the sacraments belong to this definition of tradition. The sacraments are how we pass down the faith from one generation to the next, binding each generation to the other. The sacraments defy the ground rules of temporal space where death reigns and memories are only those things that we can remember if we record them. Rather, the sacraments connect us to that divine space where our eternal Father reigns and who sees what we call our past, our present, and our future in His eternal right now. And for that reason, we cling to the sacraments because they connect us to Him who is all present, all future, and all past. For this reason, the sacraments of the church are always celebrated as family events, times for the family and the community to gather together in peace so that we might share Christ's peace with one another and with those whom we touch. Truly, every generation of God's people have been touched and connected by His love that is communicated through these traditions that we call sacraments. Every part of the liturgy of the memorial sacrifice scenes of passing down tradition, our prayers, confessions, and postures have all been passed down for 2,000 years 
from one generation to the next. Each liturgical rite, no matter how new or old, is participating in this mystery of our faith called tradition. Inasmuch as the liturgy of the Mass itself is a tradition, contained within it is the central tradition of our faith, the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. This tradition, called the Passover Memorial Feast, was first instituted by God himself on the nights before he struck down the firstborn of the Egyptians, saying, This day shall be for you a memorial day, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord through your generations. You shall observe it as an ordinance forever. The prescriptions of this feast require the people to take a male, unblemished lamb from their flock and slaughter it, roast it, and eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They were to take the blood of the lamb and put it on two doorposts of their homes. If they followed this prescription, they would be passed over and their firstborn would not be slaughtered. They would have life until temporal death. Because God called this ordinance permanent, that is eternal, forever, Jesus had to fulfill it. Otherwise, he was not God. Indeed, he fulfills it in this way. He becomes that young, unblemished lamb that was taken from the flock, slaughtered, crucified on a cross. The body of this lamb became our food, and the blood of this lamb became our drink. And he promised that whoever ate his body and drank his blood would be passed over eternally, that is, have eternal life. The new commandment to fulfill the old was this is my body which is given for you. Do this in memory of me, or in the Greek, do this in animino of me, that is, in perpetual weight of me. Continuing, he said, this chalice which is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. Only God can take the very first Passover command and fulfill it in himself by using words such as me and my. Only God can personalize the divine tradition by pointing to himself. Only God can take ownership, personal responsibility of salvation history by pointing to himself and using phrases such as I am the light of the world. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the bread of life. I am the way, the life, and the truth. I am the resurrection. But this is the very reason why we trust that if we remain in, that if we abide in the sacred traditions of this family, that our destination in him who pointed to himself will remain secure. As this is the final installment video in this video series on the Divine Symphony, I hope you understand or appreciate why I waited until the end, until this final video to speak about the sacraments that comes to be during the liturgy of the Mass. Yes, 
The Holy Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith. But no Mass has ever begun. No liturgical rite has ever offered the Eucharistic prayers as the very first thing. And no Mass has ever ended with the communion rite. Now, I know some of you leave after you receive communion, but you do that in error. To the contrary, the Mass is a story. Rather, the Mass is the story of our salvation history. And you are called to participate in it from the beginning to the end. Just as God has called you to participate in this small portion of his salvation history from the beginning of your life until the end. And what the liturgy is doing, what the mass is doing is teaching you how to participate in salvation history. How you participated in, in the mass is how you participated in the world. And so what I've been doing in this video series, and more particularly my book, The Divine Symphony and Scordium to the Theology of the Mass, is teaching you how to participate in the liturgy of the Mass, how to participate in the Divine Symphony, so that you'll be better enabled to participate in bringing Christ's peace into the cacophony of the world. But for more information about the Theology of the Mass, pick up my book, The Divine Symphony. And it's Scordium to the Theology of the Mass. You can buy it anywhere online at, at your local Catholic bookstore. But until next time, blessings and shalom to you and to yours.